did nothing. Get the okay. hell out. Bitches already caught on camera. <laughs> I know, because I'm recording your ass. Get out. Bitch, I'm out. I'm on the ground. Well, let go. Um, mm. Wait a minute. I want the tie to run on me neck. <laughs> but let we late, man. I'm getting under the tie. No, you ain't. Take off. I'm not. I'm not. I, bitch, yeah, it's um, Wednesday, February 6th, 2019. Um, uh, well, I'm homeless again. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. I'm once again homeless in my hometown. That's, that's fun. Just, uh, um, I had to vacate the last place because the woman who owned the house was coming back. Because a friend of my, somebody knew on Facebook, uh, you know, because he saw that I was homeless last time, last October. And so, um, he said, you know, you can stay in her soap kitchen or whatever. And he left to move into his place and, um, I had the house for a month, and then she came back, and, like, he wanted me gone. He wanted nobody in the house, even though I was kind of, like, paying rent and, and utilities. But she was she, she needed to renovate the place. So, so I need to, I had to go. I also have to bring back a yoga mat because uh, I, my friend had a, there was a yoga mat there, and I asked them, "Hey, can I? Is that yoga mat yours? And if I, if if it is, can I borrow it?" He said, "Sure, you can borrow it." And then two days later, he uh, he texted me about, uh, "Do you know what a yoga mat is?" And I said, "Yeah, I, I have it." You, you, you said I could borrow it. Said, oh, that's hers. Well, why the hell did you say it was your yoga mat and I could borrow it if it was hers? I would have touched it. You're, and he's going on some stuff about I ridiculously assume you're gonna leave it at the house and just like was just yeah. So now I gotta go back to wherever the hell he's at and um, return a yoga mat. So uh, so the past few you know um, I you know applied for apartments and everything and uh, and uh, so. Um, when when did when did even applying for a room get to be such an impossible task? Uh, just uh, plot. You know, I have to fill out a whole bunch of stuff. Of course, you need to do a credit check for just a, a small room, which I have. And just of course, yeah. Now I'm waiting on uh, to see if any of that stuff will go through. Until then, I'll be uh. Spending the night in my car. I've been spending several nights in my car in the, in the uh, parking lot of the 24-hour Walmart. Shout out to all the 24-hour Walmarts out, out there. Because let me tell you something. Um, the Walmarts that are closed at midnight, you can't stay on their, on their property. But, you know, but you know, the 24-hour Walmart, you know, got the 24-hour security, so... They don't bother. Plus, like they got like cars and you know trucks and all that stuff stopping off there. So shout out to them. Uh, you know, uh, you know, sleeping in Walmart parking lots has its perks. On Saturday, 
a woman I did not know saw me, I guess, sleeping in my car and uh, knocked on, on my window and gave me $200. Like this, this, this white lady, I've never seen her before in my life, just gave me uh, $200. So, yeah, I guess uh, just saw the the desperation in my face. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go. I know I've said this before in the past, but I really need to leave Houston. I really do not like it here. It's just, just, just a, a, these two years have kind of been the worst two years of my life. But, um, and, uh, so just, I've applied for jobs out of state as always and just hoping one of those things will click. I, I apply for stuff inside in, in Houston and once again haven't gotten anything about that but um, <sighs> Jesus Christ um, well I guess I'll talk about news and crap like that so uh, yeah uh, I guess Nancy Pelosi uh, has a uh, permanent uh, seat at the Black Beauty Salon after last night because she was definitely bringing out the, you know, the petty. You know, he, I, I think he was this close to, you know, doing that thing where, where, where sisters do where they just, like, talk with their hands all the damn time. Just like, oh, you think this is what is his, bitch? You think this is what it, you know, just... So yeah, just uh, also if I if, if uh, let me roll up my notes here. Uh, yeah, uh, one of House Speaker I believe I got this from Oracle. One of House Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughters said that her mother's uh, now viral applause at President uh, Trump brought back brought her back to the teen years. Um, this morning, Christine Pelosi, uh, tweeted an image of her mother wearing a smirk and clapping her hands at Trump. And she said, oh yes, that clap took me back to the teen years. She knows, and she knows that you know, and frankly, she's disappointed that you thought this would work, but here's a clap. So yeah, so that whole state of the union was, was quite, uh, side-eyed. It was the most side-eyed uh, State of the Union I've ever seen. Just, just a whole bunch of very upset women. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, just like everybody's running around in white and just, man, they just, they, they were not having it. They letting, letting everybody know they weren't having it. And it was quite entertaining, I have to say. Okay. What else? Oh yeah, what the hell is uh, uh going on in um in Virginia? Because apparently everybody uh well okay let's go like the um the third ranking elected official in Virginia, the New York Times reports Attorney General uh, Mark R. Herring acknowledged Wednesday that he had worn blackface at a spark at a party. As an undergraduate student in the uh, at the University of Virginia in 1880, when he dressed up as the rapper Cl- Curtis Blow, well, at least he like dressed up as somebody as a, as a rap legend. 
It wasn't just like he just dressed up as some, uh, uh, you know, colored Negro fella, but I guess, you know, he's trying to pay homage to Curtis Blow. Not saying that that's good, but, you know, Curtis Blow, you got to gotta admire that a little bit. Uh, of course. And then, what, what else? Uh... Two hours later, a woman came forward to describe in detail her accusation that Lieutenant Governor Justin E. Fairfax had sexually assaulted her in 2004, an accusation he denies. And, of course, these back-to-back revelations threw the Capitol into a state of uncertainty about who would leave Virginia, coming less than one week after disclosure of a racist photograph on the yearbook page of Governor Ralph Northam led to demands for his resignation. So, yeah. So, Virginia is just uh, swarming um, with, 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 with a lot of guys with a, with a, lot, with a lot of shady, pa- shady, shady, as it's shady stuff in their past. And let me tell you something about blackface because I'm, I'm starting to. F- I'm starting to get that um, the sense that when white people do have done uh, blackface post you know, post Al Jolson and Amos and Andy and all that stuff and all Jim Crow and everything, they were they 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 got had the sense that they felt that oh I'm not racist so therefore I can do blackface because but it's like but. Even if you're not racist, blackface is still, still not a good thing. Like, uh, what was it, 10 years ago? I, I, I posted this photo on my um, on my Twitter feed today of a guy. Uh, like, it's it Halloween night in, in Raleigh, and uh, which which I may go back to, Raleigh, North Carolina. And this I saw this guy wa- walking around in full blackface uh dressed as Kanye West. This was 10 years ago. And, and it was just like, I, I, it took me everything in my power and I drove it. Uh, yeah, this is the, the biggest mistake you could ever make in your life. Also, actually, and also try not to knock him upside the damn head for coming out the house. He, he like, it was, it was dark, his face. It was just full dark black face and just, like they they just they just have this I'm just white people just have this overwhelming sense like hey I'm not racist so I can do blackface stuff and it's just like it that that's never cool it blackface because blackface kind of takes people back to a time when uh black people were kind of uh lynched lynched and murdered and hung and all that stuff dragged through uh through um Highways and, and and dirt roads, pickups and everything. Yeah, so yeah, let's let's just stop doing blackface. Let's can we just do the? Yeah, you know, can do, is this messed up that I, that somebody has to say that? Like, can we just stop doing it? Ah, I feel like I'm gonna pass out. But um, what else? Oh, oh yeah. Speaking of uh, racist stuff, uh, Liam Neeson was racist once. Yeah, he he's been <laughs> he he made a big revelation 
uh, during the press junket for his latest uh, revenge movie, Cold Pursuit, where uh, he admitted that uh, about uh, 40 years ago he went out trying to kill any uh, quote-unquote black bastard to avenge a friend who'd been raped. Uh, he was canceling stuff all over the place. He backed out of a an appearance on the uh, late show Stephen Colbert, and the cancellation comes on the heels of Liongate pulling the plug on the red carpet uh, for the uh, NYC premiere of Liam's new movie. Yeah. So, yeah. And let this be a lesson to all uh, white people with deep, dark, racist secrets. Um, even if you were racist for just a brief moment in time, just a long time ago, just, just, just keep it to yourself, or just, or just like try, or just uh, reach out to somebody who they just happened once. Don't, don't. Don't say that out loud, because it's just, it just it just leads into all of this, where it's like you you you, you can't you can't pat yourself on the back and say, hey, you know, I was racist once, but not anymore, because because I've seen I've seen the light, you know, not to be racist and want to kill people, kill black people and stuff, just. Yeah, that 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 just that just doesn't sound good. It just can't just roll up on people and say, you know, once upon a time, I wanted to kill black people, but uh, <sighs> let's move on to uh, what else? Oh yeah, uh, uh, what is it? A 24-year-old man in Fort Worth, Texas, has died after a vape pen he was using exploded in his face and severed an artery to his brain. The incident adds to a glowing number, a growing number of devastating vape explosions. Oh, jeez, I could just be an, a, 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 a complete ass. And say let's let's put a kibosh. This hopefully will put a kibosh on the whole vape pen fascination. Uh, but uh, just listen. listen I you want to smoke that crap? I don't know. It's like maybe it is uh, less tox, you know, less damaging than than cigarettes or whatever. But I gotta say, vape pens do not make anybody look that attractive. Just, just my opinion. Just, just walking around, blowing synthetic smoke or whatever the hell it is. It's just, and plus, considering now, just like if you, you use a vape pen, you could die. So, it's like this, you, it's kind of, kind of ironic considering that you know it's, it's all, it's all supposed to be like it's, it's less damaging than than cigarette smoke, and then now it's like. You could you could get artery an artery snap in the brain or something and just die from that or maybe I don't know maybe this is a conspiracy set by big tobacco you know putting in some kind of explosive device and vape pens. This all seems to be it just all it's just all seems to be a mess, a big ass mess. 
big ass mess, much like uh, an all possibility uh, when uh, J Lo performs Motown songs at the Grammys. Now, mind you, uh, J Lo is a uh, charismatic, uh, attractive performer, you know, but uh, what the why is everybody just doing the wrong thing? Because when I heard about that, I was just like, huh, just. Tell me all the black people and just people you could past and present you would hire you could roll up to do Motown. You, all you could get was J Lo. Just does J Lo know any Motown songs? What's what's going on here, man? Just oh man, that Grammys is just can't wait until the the person nobody. Whose album nobody bought last year wins album of the year, so uh, or something like that. I don't know. This is usually the album of the year is always a whack category. And uh, finally, um, uh, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl happened, and um, I don't care. And apparently, considering the ratings, neither did any of you. But my favorite uh, story about this was. Uh, there's an East Village Wings bar uh, that is attempting to make amends following what people are calling the Fire Festival of Wings when it could not complete many pre-orders on Super Bowl Sunday. An Atomic Wings spokesperson says in, in a statement that this franchise location at 184 1st Ave between East 11 and 12th Streets had an equipment failure midway through Super Bowl Sunday, which severely impacted their ability to cook wings. The result was a flood of Yelp reviews and tweets, as well as a photo on EV Grieve, whatever that is, that shows a crowd of people vying for wings that had been pre-ordered, that had been pre-ordered and prepaid for. Yeah, yeah, just once you let that be a lesson to people who just try to do some sort of Super Bowl party and, and they come up short on the wings. You can't do that. You can't come sh- come up short on the wings. It's wings. People can't get enough of wings, especially on, on, uh, on big game days. Just, man, that, I'm shocked there was a riot. There wasn't a riot or anything, anything like that because, you know, people love wings. Especially just very spicy, hot buffalo wings or whatever the hell. And they just messed things up. Just they had a they had a malfunction and people were mad about the wings. Cannot do that on Super Bowl Sunday. People want wings, damn it. You know, that's people's constitutional right. Just getting wings. Well, this is the most wingtastic show on KPFT. This is the Sour Hour. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ.
Talking to the moon, sending thoughts. 
get your way once in a while do you use your heart do you find that hard to do pretty girl oh were you hurt by love before too much pain for your heart to endure is that why you disguise oh pretty girl one day you're gonna wake up and find out that a time cannot rewind while you're out chasing things seems like you're flying right past your dream i want
Yeah, this is the uh, Sour Hour, a.k.a. everything is canceled, a.k.a. everybody's trash, really, when you think about it, just, just plain old. Um, You listen to that on the uh, KPFT HD 2, not 3, 2. I am uh, Craig D. Lindsay, a.k.a. Uncle Crizzle, a.k.a. Black Larry David, a.k.a. Anastasia Beaverhausen, a.k.a. Crizzle Goes There. Yeah, that, that, that one's new. And uh, if you want to let me know you're listening to this show, well, if you want to hit me up uh, on, the, uh, on, on the social media platforms, my handle is uh, at Uncle Crizzle, U-N-C-L-E, C-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, if you want to let me know you listen to the show, uh, hashtag the sour hour, put that out there. And if you want to listen to this episode or other episodes like it, uh, there you go on the various listening apps like Mixcloud's. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that fun crap. And you can listen to it. Oh, Jesus. What what, what I played? Uh, what was the, the block of tunes I played? Uh, starting off at the top, uh, the new single from D'Angelo. Nobody told me D'Angelo had a new single. I had to find this out for myself. Uh, it's called Unshaken. And it's from the Red Dead Redemption 2 soundtrack. So, anybody, I, I, that, that, that video game is a soundtrack now, so yay for them. And after that, uh, it's, it was this, it's this uh, project called Her Songs, which is uh, uh, an EP that came out uh, last, uh, last year. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's called Los Angeles and it's just like a collection of, um, indie artists, female indie artists from around the world came down to LA, like Marie Dahlstrom and the Naked Eye, Maddie J, Danny Mercia and Emily C. Browning. Uh, they came and they collaborated on the CP called, uh, they call themselves Her Songs and that's. Well, they were a track, just a phase. So that was that. And after that was a uh, pretty girl from uh, Eric Roberson from his uh, I think it was 2007 album uh, Left. That track right there is produced by James Poyser and uh, Jay Dilla, the late great Jay Dilla, posthumous track he produced. Uh, of course, uh, Jay Dilla's birthday is coming up uh, tomorrow. And of course, in a couple of days after that, on the tenth, the the uh, day of his passing, and uh, was it uh, yeah two thousand six? So yeah, just thought I'd play a a Jay Dilla produced track. Also, Eric Roberson will be in Houston was it next Thursday, uh, performing at was at this place called the Ava Center. Believe well, yeah, he's performing there. He's going to do a Valentine's Day show. So, yeah, Eric Roberson performing at the Ava Center next Thursday. So, um, I was supposed to have a guest, uh, but that person flaked out on me. 
another one flaked out. So I talked to her about her buttons. Uh, and, well, she was she uh, DM me. She slid in my DMs. I, I slid in her DMs, but uh, like on Instagram, let me know that she won't be able to make it. And I said, you know, can you call in? And if so, what's your number? And that's the last. I, I haven't heard anything yet. So uh, I don't know if she's listening. I don't know. If anybody, you can tell her. Just whatever. Just the, the show is on the air. Maybe be nice. You like to talk. But uh, until then, I guess I'll have to play more friggin' music. Uh, let me uh, put some more stuff into the... Uh, the thing oh man i'm getting worse and worse at this by the day it's by the week actually because last week it just seemed that i was out of it and this week it seemed even more out of it maybe just due to the fact that they have a migraine and my blood pressure is coming going up and everything but uh just let me see if i can slide some more stuff in here and i'll see what we can what good stuff that can uh play i i, I have a few things uh prepared um let me just add some more stuff in here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be surprising collection, uh, but uh, yeah, I think they're they're good tunes. And uh, what else? There's that one. That one's fine. I'll put that in there. And uh, yeah, finally, I'll I'll do this one. So thank you for uh, briefly holding on while I. Put some more things in the playlist. So here's here's some more friggin' songs on uh, the Sour Hour. Sand keeps slipping right through my hands. Days all feel the same. Still numb from you First day off of this pain I knew I suffocate without you Heart beats for two It was good What we had If it was paradise Could somebody take me Looking back 
thinking back on when we were kids Reminiscing on all the first things we did I remember my first girlfriend and my first kiss Now that I'm older, first times come far and few I'm more subdued, I'm no longer in pursuit Something's changed and now I'm chasing those butterflies again is a gift, ignorance is bliss, I miss throwing caution to the wind, laughed until we cried, staying awake all night, I just wanna feel that way again, where were you when you met your best friend, had your first dance, first held hands, young romance, so much has changed, now I'm chasing those Sour hour. Um, let's see what the hell I played right there. Uh, that is 
starting uh, at the top with uh, the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah, I played some Backstreet Boys because I'm, I'm fed up right now. Well, it's from their new album, DNA, and that was that was my uh, that was a not not bad track from them called Breathe. I played that for y'all. And uh, after that is this uh, Houston group called uh, Kwan Ben. K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N. That's 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 how they spell their name. And it's a local band that was, uh, do a lot of instrumental stuff. And that's another one I enjoyed of theirs uh, called A Hymn. From their, from, their, from their album. Which was the name of that friggin' album? Uh, Con Todo El Mundo. So yeah, as you can tell, I, 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 I'm very bad at Spanish, and uh, I took a couple years of Spanish in high school, and that's all gone, because I don't, don't know how to speak, I'm not fluent in stuff, because I went to public school. No, but, um, and, uh, and finally ending that block was... Uh, First time again by the playlist featuring Glenn Lewis uh, from the uh, Chasing Goosebumps album. Uh, Glenn Lewis, coincidentally, uh, will be uh, performing with Eric Roberson at the uh, Ava Center next Thursday. So they're doing a Valentine's Day show. Eric Roberson and Glenn Lewis. I actually wrote about that whole show that's going to happen is going to end up in the Houston Chronicle at some point. I don't know when. It's just So, yeah, just look out for that. So, yeah, this yeah, this is another tragic episode of the Sour Hour. Um, thinking about, thinking about uh, sh- shutting down early because I have nothing else to provide. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any awful things that happened in the hour since I've been on the air. Uh, Jill Abramson under fire for alleged plagiarism in her new book. Okay, whatever. Um, uh, Mass Singer, uh, just whatever. Uh, eh, just... Well, what's what's up, what's up with Offset? And uh, Chris Brown tells Offset to square up after being called a lame. I think the last thing we need to hear from it at this point is is both Chris Brown and Offset. So this is like if this if this 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 turns into some sort of feud, it's gonna be one of the most saddest feuds I've seen. Like two two dudes who really can't connect their facial hair. You know, going back and forth, so that's oh sweet Jesus, I'm having a bad time. Um, so wait, so let me just see. Wait a minute, man, you are you ready yet, dude? Okay, okay. Um, now I'm waiting. The, the, the next show is about to come up soon, so trying to kill some time here. Okay, just uh, 
So, got any Valentine's Day plans out there, people? Y'all gonna just go out and uh, go out to the Cheesecake Factory and just get a big-ass mountain of onion rings and then come back to the house and just and just, and just slip and slide on each other? I don't know what the hell people do on Valentine's Day. It's just, I'm, that's, that whole thing's completely lost on me. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I won't be, you know, it's it's hard to take a a gal to you know, you know a nice little car ride someplace and then end up back in the car at the Walmart where I'm currently sleeping at. So, but uh, yeah, Jesus. So yeah, that's that's happy. So happy Valentine. I I was trying to get people somebody up on the show for to do a Valentine's Day episode, but. That person said no. So, so basically, this so there's a very, very good chance that, that I may may shut this whole operation down soon. You know, if I am gonna take off, but because you know, between the lack of guests and just not having much to do in H Town, I'm just basically grasping at straws and I'm just. And there's also the whole sleeping in the car thing, but uh. But yeah, so are you about ready to go, man? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm done with this dog and pony show. Uh, the yeah, Flight Squad Radio is coming up next. Till then, this is Craig D. Lindsay saying, Sarah Huckabee, do something with yourself. It's just not not good anymore.